0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Maddie and welcome back to my podcast. Thank you so much guys for listening and I really hope you get something out of my podcast. I kind of want to steer today, you know, happy Monday and steer the route of talking about my recovery and talking about more about my addictive gene and talk about my drinking a little bit more in depth today. Um, I want to start out with this, and if you guys haven't been in either an outpatient program or inpatient program or an AA meeting or anything in the lines of, you know, where you would go to get help with either for drinking too much or using, this is the prayer that they end their sessions with and I kinda wanna start out with this today just because this kind of sums up of what I'm gonna say and talk about my recovery and having that addictive gene and to forgive myself and to be vulnerable with you guys to talk about it. It means the world to me that you guys are listening and that you're curious about my journey and how drinking became such a problem for me and the the reasons behind that you know the the reason behind people's drinking or people use is their childhood, their past, all the traumas, just everything that has been kind of going on in their life and i can definitely relate to that so let's kind of break this down and let's get started god Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the the difference. If you really analyze these words and everything that I've said, it really hits home. And for the longest time when I started my outpatient program, I had no idea what this prayer was. I had no idea what it was saying, and why we were saying it, and it took me a little bit to process um, to be able to say it at group, And I'm finally able to say it, and say it out loud, and it just, it's like a wow. It's very powerful, and I feel like maybe people that don't understand, you know, why people drink or use it can be difficult and that's how I kind of want to get started today as well is that I grew up with two wonderful parents you know a wonderful family and my parents aren't drinkers you know I I would hardly see them drink you know my parents my parents and I we love going out to Mexican food we love going out to eat and That was the only time that I would see my mom getting a margarita, my dad getting a margarita. And I know their max would be one and a half or max is two. They they didn't drink as much as I did in my college years. And that's why people were like, well, your parents didn't drink why did you become such a drinker and a substance abuse user? And that's something that I really had to figure out for myself. Um, So I kind of want to break that down for you guys to kind of just saying, hey, you know, people that are users and substance abusers and everything is, you have to be kind to yourself and you have to forgive yourself. During the process of healing and to getting sober and to know your traumas, to face them, to do an assignment, to really use your voice. Yes, it's emotional. Yes, I remember my first time going to my outpatient program and I was in tears because I felt like people were going to judge me. I felt like I was the only one that went through all this stuff. But I was wrong. So even to this day, I have to be very kind to myself, very gentle. Because I have to forgive myself. I have, I have to forgive the times in my college years, you know, that I got into legal trouble. It wasn't fun. But you have to think of an 18-year-old and older I never thought in my life I would get into legal trouble because of my drinking. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal. I just made a mistake. And it's not like I wanted to get arrested, but it happened. (laughs) And it's the worst feeling. I felt like I was going to rock bottom. I just didn't feel like myself. I wasn't myself. So now I'm here today to stand my ground and to say, hey, if you need help, just ask for help and you're not alone. Like I said in my previous podcast, there's tons of other people that go through what I grow through to be a substance abuser, to drink, to either use or whatever. And now I really have to start looking back and forgiving myself. I'm not that Maddie at 18. I'm 24 and I'm a strong Maddie that is going to keep working at her sobriety every single day. And that's kind of when I say, you know, my podcast is going to be very vulnerable, real and raw. Vulnerable to be vulnerable. It turns to being a strong person. To be vulnerable, I mean, people are scared. I was scared. But because I'm able to say what I have to say and be vulnerable in the times that were my hardest times, probably the worst times of my life. I'm speaking to you guys. And yes, I get emotional, but I'm strong. I know my path and i am so grateful that i got the help when i did for so the longest time i i hid that i had a drinking problem to my parents to my family to my friends and the and the people that were really close to me and i felt like they knew i had that kind of problem i just wasn't facing it and I think even to this day, I, I I feel very guilty because of the people that I put through some of the worst times of my drinking, and I wish I can go back in time and take those times back because it's like, what the heck, Maddie? What? Why? And that's something that I have to work through. Still, I still have that guilt in a sense of. Why did I put people through my tough times with me? I mean, it's just something to really think about. And I still, I still struggle with that. And that's the kind of thing too is that I knew I had a drinking problem at 18 years old. And throughout the years, even through over being 21. And I knew I needed help. But I knew... The only reason I was going to get help was it wasn't for me. It was for my family, it was for the people that I really loved. And I struggled for, with that between 18 to 21 and past 21 to now to where I'm 24 and I'm getting sober for me, but also the people that I love that are in my life it, alcohol defined me for so long, I was just drowning in it, drowning, drowning, and for me to actually stand up to my parents saying, hey, I have a drinking problem and it's getting out of control to where I can't even control it. That's when I started going to my outpatient program and to get the help that I needed to really dig deep into my past, to the reasons why I was drinking. And people say drinking is a coping mechanism and it's that I used it 100% for a coping mechanism because I didn't want to face reality. I didn't want to face the problems that I knew that I had. It was like all my flaws coming at me at once and it was just so upsetting and frustrating to me at the time. And I, as I look back, I'm like, I'm so glad I was able to do the most traumatic and shameful event story in front of, in front of my group. And it, it, it just meant so much to me to be able to get the feedback saying, you are going to be the strong Maddie. You might not feel like that today sitting down but you will be. And that was in February. This is July. I have come so so far in my journey and I'm sitting here today right next to my dog of course. And I'm like, "Yes, I'm strong." And it's just such a rundle, wonderful feeling, and I'm so grateful that you guys are listening to my journey and the things that went that are going through my head in the process of me being in recovery and just really digging deep and saying, "Man, you know, some days I don't want to go to, out my, uh, to my outpatient programs because I'm like, why do I need to go?" and for example, this evening it it really hit home to think that we were talking about, to the things that really I related to, and I'm like, man, I need to keep working at the things that I need to do. You know, I I want to be the be- to be the best Maddie I can be for myself, but also for my family, for the loved ones, and it it just means so much for me that My family and my boyfriend have been there for me since day one. And I really am so grateful. So grateful. So let's go back to don't stuff your feelings, let it out. You know, some people that are drinking and using. They're stuffing their emotions and everything that they don't want to think about in the alcohol or in the substance that they're using. And we need to be able to let go of what we're feeling and the feelings that we have at that time. It's so important to talk about your emotions, to talk about your feelings to a person that you just want to just... Saying please I just need to talk. And for the longest time it was it was so hard for me to talk to my to my family about my feelings and emotions because I feel like that they wouldn't have understood the reasons why I was drinking and I felt like they were gonna judge me because of it. And I think for a while I definitely put my guard up with my family. And now I'm able to call them and saying, Hey, you know, I'm doing so much better. Or I'll call them saying, hey, I'm really struggling today and I just need to talk to somebody. I'm so grateful and that's kind of where I want to kind of get to because I feel like sometimes people that either don't drink or don't have like a substance abuse problem or an alcoholic problem. People don't understand why we want to get drunk or use. I mean, if you really dig deep down and talk to a, you know, a substance abuser or an alcoholic, I mean, you go back and they're talking about their past and it's just like, you just want to give them a hug and saying, wow, you're still here. Look how strong you've become. Um, but those are the reasons why they're drinking. They've been through so much trauma and it's painful. You know, today is happy Monday. It's the beginning of the week and I go back to school tomorrow and I'm so excited to go back because like I said, one of my short term goals is to graduate in October to get a thousand hours and to really work hard and be able to conquer that goal in October. Um, but on my Mondays, for me, it's very, it's very stressful. It's like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to have to do this, this and that. And I just want to make sure I have everything ready. I've already made my lunch. I, I'm going to set my clothes out for tomorrow, get my books ready, get my studies ready. And just to really, conquer those things and to be able to finish my homework before school on Tuesday is an accomplishment for me I'm a terrible process uh, I, I procrastinate very bad <laughs> um, I wait till last minute to do my homework and um, that's life my Monday's is always stressful for me because it's always like a regrouping to saying, hey, this is what re- this week is gonna be. Let's get ready. Let's go grocery shopping. Let's clean the whole house because you know during the week you're gonna be too busy to even clean. So let's get all that stuff done today. And that's basically what I did. I was able this morning to wake up, to have my tea, to write down, you know, a, to my like what my routine's going to be. And I read, I wrote a routine you know, while back, but I was like, let me just refresh my routine, let's get some more routine things going, let's, let's post it on the refrigerator so you know, like, let's, let's make this easier for you, because during the week, I am very busy, I, you know, like I said, guys, um, I struggle with my mental health, especially when I'm busy, And so I feel like if I have a routine down and I can see it and read it, it would make my life 10 times easier for myself. And not only that, but it will help me accomplish my short-term goals and my long-term goals. So I'm very excited that I was able to sit down this morning and have my tea and just to rewrite my routine and say, Maddie, you got this. I'm working on things outside, outside of my school and... I cannot wait to see my outcome. I have meal prepped for this week. I have, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm not going, I'm not going to go get food, you know, at the gas station at a fast food restaurant. No, I'm going to be very strict on what I eat, what type of vegetables that I'm going to eat, what type of cheese I'm going to eat and just really watch my calories. I was able to go to the store to get today to get some protein shakes and, That's my breakfast until I have lunch. And then to really follow, to have uh, 1,500 calories, you know, a day, that's 1,500 calories. So those are my goals. And then on top of that, I'm going to work out. So I weighed myself today. And hopefully by the end of the week, I can see some change. And just to see, wow, Maddie, like you're doing... You're doing well because I've been able to write a routine and goals. And like I said in my other podcasts, I'm very stubborn. But when I set my mind to something about getting my goals finished, I'm going to do it. And I'm so excited to see the outcome with that. Um, like I said, whenever I do have my group uh, therapy sessions, we always have a check-in. And I was going in there pumped up. Couldn't wait, you know, to talk and and to give my check-in on how things are going and everything. And all of a sudden, I was just crying. And I'm like, wow, my emotions are really strong. And today has been an okay day. Um, but you know what? I'm still working on my routine, my goals, and making sure everything, um, is set for tomorrow for my school, and I know in my head that school's gonna be stressing me out, and it's just, sometimes I really just needed to, you know, sit down and saying, Maddie, everything's gonna be okay, like, you got this, no worries. So, that's kind of how I wanted to steer this, um, podcast tonight it really digs deep in the things that i think about and the things that i talk about my recovery the things that i talk about my drinking about using and everything like that i do want to point out is that i um used to be definitely 100 percent a drunker um and <laughs> it's really amazing to see how far i've come at 18 to now. I mean, I'm just so thankful to have my support team around me. I couldn't do it without you guys. And like I keep saying, I really I love my family. I love my boyfriend and I love my support team. I mean, thank you guys so much. So Now I kind of want to say is that maybe people that are drinking that might think that they're drinking too much or a person that's using and feel like, hey, I don't have control anymore of my drinking or my using. You guys really maybe need to sit down and just write it down in a piece of paper. Or put pieces together on why you're drinking or you're using. I mean, it could just be little pieces of, oh yeah, you know, I love, um, I gained six pounds today, and oh my gosh, you know, little things like that. You know, people don't understand like sometimes why why they're drinking. They need to maybe put pieces together that happened in their childhood or the teen years or even now i mean that is huge to to put the pieces together and to really figure out why you're drinking that is huge some people just drink to have you know people will drink to just drink and they go party have fun i wish i could do that but i can't you know the worst time of my drinking, I became very angry and very hysterical and just very not maddy. I mean, there are things that I just is like, gosh, dang it. You know, like it was so hard for me mentally. I mean, I was really on my lowest low. And to look to where I'm at today, I mean, I'm just so blessed and thankful. And I. I want y'all, and this is kind of how let's take a break, but I kind of want to end with my first part of this podcast is saying that you guys matter and you guys are still here. You guys are still working so hard in y'all's life every single day to work, to go exercise, to go eat healthy, to go take your dog out for a walk, to go, you know, to do what you need to do in your life. And you guys matter. And I want to have that encouragement with you guys, because if you're feeling low today, you guys matter and you guys can do it. Like I said, always ask for help because you're not alone. You're not alone. Hey guys, welcome back. I just want to hit one more thing, and that'll be it for my podcast tonight because I do feel like I've talked a lot about my recovery and how I asked for help, and this is kind of more of an in-depth of my recovery and my drinking problem. I remember this one time to where I just got out of jail and It was the worst experience ever, and someone told me, saying, I know how you feel. I know what you're going through, and I got so mad, and at this time, this is when I was 18, I was so mad and angry. I was like, what are you talking about? You have no idea what I just went through, and what I feel right now. And that's kind of how I want to sum up my journey with you guys, with my recovery and how I asked for help, is that I was so lost when I was 18 years old in college. Everything was new to me, and everything was just so uncertain at the time. And then in my head, I was just processing, like, how the heck did I get arrested? I'm such a I'm such a dumbass. And looking at it now as a 24-year-old, I'm not a dumbass. I was just clueless on my surroundings, the type of people I was surrounded with at the time and it was just not a good situation that I put myself in and it was not okay. And when I say I put myself in that situation is I was so unaware. I didn't know any better. So I kind of want to finish with that and saying that if you know somebody that struggles with A substance or alcohol be more patient just saying hey you know I want to know what you're going through you know I have good days bad days and off days and sometimes I'm just like I'm so confused and I can't even figure out what I'm feeling but what I can say is ask for help and you're not alone. And I want to end it with this because this is how we end with group and everything like that and I feel like this sums up my podcast of explaining my recovery to explaining why how I asked for help and how long I've struggled with my drinking. And I'm so lucky to look at it now as a 24-year-old and saying the heck go Maddie I have to be encouraging to myself I have to be that positive Maddie because that is who I am and if I'm not that positive Maddie then (laughs) I must be in my depression or just not myself because I'm always positive Maddie I mean I remember getting arrested yes I was upset but I was still the positive Maddie. So let's end it with this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference... I want to end it with that because I feel like that is so powerful and I really got, really guys, I really appreciate you listening to this podcast tonight because this is my recovery and I've been kind of holding back on this episode because I didn't know maybe where to steer this episode and if I was ready to talk about really deep things and things that I think about and things that I go through. And like I said, I take it day by day. I have to. And I am just so blessed to have you guys to be able to listen and say, wow, this is this is going to be life changing. And if you haven't checked out my episodes episode one through four, please check it out on my podcast. Just go to Spotify, go to click search, ask for help. You're not alone. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys, I will try to post a new episode tomorrow. If not, I will be posting throughout the week when I have time. I am busy during the week. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much.